0: What's up, y'all? It's B Dangerous reporting live from my bed with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Oh, Lord. This has been probably the fucking longest work week I've ever had in a while. And I still got to go into work for real, for real. But we're here to talk sports as fucking usual. First things first, game three, both the Lakers and the Suns had one game apiece. This game was really gonna show us who wanted the series more. And of course it was the Lakers. They won against Phoenix. AD got a thumb out of his ass after being sleep the first half along with the rest of the team. He had 34 and 11. Lahim had 21 points. Schroeder had 20 points, I believe. Drummond and Kuzma, both of them had 11 rebounds. Had maybe six to, I think Drummond had like six points and Kuz had like five points or something to that effect. But, like, like if you can't score or find the basket, do what you can and get, find a way to contribute. And being on the boards definitely helped as well. On one hand, I'm glad you got the series win. Series, really? Oh my God. Ugh, I just woke up. So please, please bear with me if I say off the wall boo. In this game, the Lakers are going to win the series as well. While they may win the series, what y'all have to remember is the Lakers have been doing the same bullshit all season. They win X amount of games, and then they lose X amount of games, which is why they were relegated to the fucking seventh spot in the first place. Like, this shit has been going on literally all season. Because they get lackadaisical, they get lazy, they underestimate their competition, and before you know it, you look up, one minute, you're in the top five in the NBA. And then you look up after all those damn losses, and you are in the seventh seed. Play like that is, a, it, Play like that is an exact result of you being lackadaisical and not really taking games seriously. And Dennis Schroeder, he has been a damn good fill-in for Rondo. And the reason I say that is because Rondo is more of a defensive-minded, sometimes scoring player. Schroeder is a fucking scorer. This dude will give you like maybe 15 to 21, 25 on a good game. And he was one of those guys that have, that have always that have been consistent throughout the fucking season. And that's one thing that I actually like about this guy. He doesn't cut corners. he'll get to the basket. He'll shoot a jumper in your face or drive when he's feeling aggressive. Like, Schroeder is going to give you a good amount of points to be that X factor. So, all the pressure is not always on fucking AD and the other one. So, Schroeder, like I said, I got to give him credit where credit is due. Like, I'm definitely proud of what he's done this season. Uh, And Kyle Kuzma. I've always been a Kuzma fan. I've always made that very, very clear. But the inconsistencies and the cold streaks make people kind of side-eye you. Because you can have good games where you can score 20-plus points, 25, maybe even 30 on a damn good night when you're feeling it. Like I said, you have the potential. But somewhere along the line, Kuz got, I don't want to say lazy, but he got comfortable. Kuz got very fucking comfortable. And it turns out that you thought that he was working on his game more, but in reality, his hair color. Listen, you're a young player. You're going to do what you do. You're going to have fun. You're going to experiment with different things. Like, I get it. But, sir, at one point in time, people thought that you were going to be better than fucking Jason Tatum. Clearly ended that argument because you're still on the come up. Like, pretty much you're in the same spot that you and Jason Tatum were on when you came into the damn league. If you have any hopes of ever being a bigger name in the NBA, you're going to do what you have to do for you to become better. You're going to have to start putting other little bullshit behind and really making an effort to be that force that you know you can be. And what I also have to mention is, his role was obviously diminished because when LeBron and AD came in there, he was relegated to the bench. Before that, he was fucking balling. Like, people don't really look at things like that, but he was pretty, like I said, there. Of course, things were going to be centered around them. And Frank Vogel, he had to, like, he didn't know what to fucking do with Koos. <sighs> Damn, excuse me. It's like, you're confused about your role in the Lakers. Your role was a scorer. Like, you're at your best when you're being fucking aggressive. Getting, getting to the basket, getting into the lane. And when your jumper is on, it's fucking on. So, like I said, Coos, you know what you got to do. You know how hard you got to work. Make that shit happen. And, of course, we know people were hoping that the Suns were going to win this series all the way. But when Chris Paul... Of course, went down with an injury. Things kind of started to look bleak for the sun. (sighs) Because anybody that wants the Lakers to lose, more than likely wants LeBron James to lose as well. So I call them the Louis Want Him to Lose Club. And I know it's going to be very silent about this because the Lakers are fucking leading the series right now. And they're gonna, they're gonna put out their little conspiracy theories talking about the refs were helping them. But if, but if that's really the case did the did the refs help win, win the game for the Suns in game one, like let's really go there. If we're really going there, talk about everything. If the if the refs helped the Lakers win the last two damn games, then what would you call game one? Oh, that was fair, right? Because the Suns won and not the Lakers. Please miss me with that bullshit. I'm going to watch Obviously I'm going to wait for game 4 And see what's going to happen there Because like I said it's the playoffs You got to do what you got to do to win And show them That they're not winning anything Like the, ah, the momentum is clearly in your favor LA So what you have to do is press down on their necks And let them know they're not winning shit on your watch And that's just going to be Fucking mad. And I was actually debating on what to do or talk about for this next part of the show. And then it hit me. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith did a whole ass rant on Brown. Me, personally, absolutely loved it. Because, as usual, Stephen A. says shit in a different way than I do, but pretty much saying. I said the same thing that he was saying about kwame brown like nobody was dogging you as a person but you're coming for a lot of people personally you know what i'm saying like the only thing that people said about you that was fucking true was you were a bust in the nba and the funniest thing about that video is he showed fucking low lights like maybe two maybe two minutes of low lights and that shit had me fucking crying like dead ass. i'm like you really put all this shit on here Like, it is so fucking crazy, but, yeah, like, this is, like I said, Stephen A. said a lot of shit that I was saying. And people may listen to him because, of course, he's Stephen A. But when it comes to me, I'm like, people tell me that I need to let Kwame be great and this and this and that. So, does Stephen A. need to let Kwame be great, or did he speak some facts suddenly? Rock raised eyebrow. You know what I'm saying? So, I knew that it was going to get to this point where Stephen A. was going to have to fucking talk about this. I don't even know if LaShannon talked about it yet, or Skippy. But, obviously, this is the most attention that he's had in his career since he was in fucking high school. And, of course, he's going to soak this up and talk about this This guy, that guy, and members of the and the members of the media, sports media, I should say. But if you want all the smoke, accept the invite to the podcast and really give them the smoke that you've given them now. I already did my show about that, obviously, so I don't even need to touch on this for real, for real. But yeah, that's today's show, and I had to get all this shit out because I'm, like I said, I've been very tired this week. But I've still been bringing y'all consistent content and shows every day. Well, damn near every day. And I definitely appreciate you guys over and over again for your love and your support. Please follow me on The B Dangerous on Instagram. Follow me on The Be Dangerous on Twitter. And please follow me on Spotify at Dangerous Sports Talk. Your love, your support has been lovely. I thank you guys so very much from the bottom of my heart. And you guys have a good day.